So you can take video with so many different tools these days. You can take it with your mobile phones and they're getting better and better and better doing stuff like slow-mos and long distance and zooming in and giving you a really good framework of content that you can capture that you can use in so many places. And I'm going to give you some extra tips that you can use the video for that you might not have considered that it's going to make it really easy for you. Welcome everyone to the Breast Hustle Podcast, where we talk all things women, women in business, leadership, and women's health. Hosted by Rachel Whittaker, owner and amazing inventor of the one-handed bra, Bra Easy. A podcast where she shares her journey on building a lingerie brand with a difference. And now, here's your host, Rachel. Welcome back, everybody, to The Breast Hustle with me, Rachel Whitaker. And this week, we're going to be doing video, the how-to of video creation. So this is a really high level, so don't think that I'm going to dig in too deep that you're not going to understand where I'm coming from. So I just wanted to be really clear with that, that... This is just the easy things to do that you can go back and implement straight away. And who doesn't love video? So you can take video with so many different tools these days. You can take it with your mobile phones and they're getting better and better and better doing stuff like slow-mos and long distance and zooming in and giving you a really good framework of content that you can capture that you can use in so many places. And... I'm going to give you some extra tips that you can use the video for that you might not have considered that it's going to make it really easy for you because, you know, who doesn't love a bonus, right? So, so bear with me and we'll get to all of the detail. When you take a video, often a lot of people don't know how to add in all those special effects. They don't know what they, how they should use it and what platforms they should use it and what resolutions they should use it at, how many frames per second, how big the frame should be, whether it's landscape or portrait. And a lot of that is dependent on what platform is going to use it on. So if you think you've got this covered, then don't bother watching this video. But if you think you could do it a little bit better or you need a little bit of help, that's where I'm here to help you today. And um, I'm hoping that this saves you money and time because we all need to get time back every single day. There is never enough time in the day for me to get all the things done that I want to aspirationally achieve. But I do try to get a lot done so that I can actually have some time off at some stage. So let's get on to video creation. So you might have grabbed your phone and, and you've gone out into the wilderness, into the wild, outside of your home or even inside your home and you just want to talk to people. The things to consider is when you're doing that is trying be in that middle center of the video unless you're going to use that for uh, some graphics that you're going to put on to one side and then you want the person to be slightly to the right or the left depending on your preference of where it, you want the text to be. Always consider what you're gonna use it for. You can always green screen it and take out the background and that gives you the ability to move the person left and right as you need text to come into the screen. So that's a fun thing to consider. Do you need to green screen it? 
And green screening can be really fiddly. And it took me a little while to get my head around how to make a really crystal clear with a green screen behind me. And don't expect that when you do color keying inside Premiere Pro, that one color key for a green is going to take out all the green. You probably need to do three or four versions. So you're getting any any darkness, so darker greens to lighter greens that you can filter out and remove out and put a different background in. So this is actually my background. I've got no green screen in. I thought for a podcast, it wouldn't be, there'd be no benefit. But I also figured because I'm going to record these, I actually just wanted to be a nice environment. And green screens, I can get a little bit excited and make it super technical and it can take me hours and hours of editing because I want to put all these special effects in. So consider what you're going to use it for. Do you need a green screen or not? Where the person should be positioned and who's your audience? And that's the number one thing. Who are you going to be presenting this video to? How are you going to uh, convey the message that you want to convey? And what's your topic or theme that's in that? And can you get or can you leverage off that video for multiple content for your website or for your social media or both because we talked about exporting things as a web legacy on Photoshop. I would suggest don't ever restrict yourself to one format and the way you can do that is really, really simple. When you're using tools like Premiere Pro, whatever the size of the first thing that you import into your workspace will be the dimensions of the video or you go into the properties and you actually define the dimensions so if you're going to do a video that's going to go up on Instagram everyone's going to look at it on their mobile you would want to use that beautiful portrait view that would uh, convey the message really well on Instagram for instance when you put that same video into, say, YouTube, it will automatically resize in a lot of cases or they put a lot of black. <laughs> you might have noticed that. So have a consider what your frame size should be when you're creating all of these and you can change it later if you need to, if you want to put it onto a different platform. So it's not do it once and you can throw it away it's do it once and you can use this over and over and over again one of the really amazing things that i love inside premiere pro is to be able to export a single frame into a jpeg that you can then use on all your social media and you can put text all over that it gives you the thumbnail that you need for videos when you're putting it up on youtube also, it gives you a thumbnail. If you're putting it up on a website, you might want to put a thumbnail in there because that's what first gets downloaded when people go to your website. And so they're not having to wait for the video to start up. They get the image and then they can press play and they're good to go. Some websites, they embed the image, or sorry, the video inside the website. That's dependent on the themes that you use. And of course, those play instantaneously but it can also slow down when somebody comes to the website it's waiting to upload in the background and so that can delay other images coming up 
and slow down your website substantially. So things to consider that sometimes having an embedded video inside your website is not the greatest thing. You might want to consider having a link to YouTube and having a thumbnail in there because it will be a bit quicker. Just little things that I've learned on the journey. If you want to export lots of those images out of the video that you've made, you can, and then you can use that. You can use small snippets where you cut sections of your video down to 20 seconds, 30 seconds, up to a minute, depending on what platform you're wanting to put it onto. In uh, Facebook now, you can actually put it like more than 10 minutes on in video, which is super interesting. That's changed over the journey. You're still restricted on Instagram and really that audience, you don't want to go for longer than about a minute to two minutes in any form because people get bored <laughs> and there's a, you've got to entertain them for a long time. So things to consider when you're making your video is take the video, contemplate what's the theme that you're wanting to convey and the message that you're wanting to convey to your audience. And other things to consider with video, how long do you want it to go for? What platforms you're gonna put it up to? So for things like YouTube, you will be interested to know that when you initially put your video on, it actually takes YouTube some time to work out how to make that into the dimensions that can be seen on all devices really quickly. So you might wanna consider when you put a video up on YouTube, don't actually make it available to anyone for a couple of hours. And that will give YouTube the time to go and frame it in the right proportion so that on all the devices it's easy to watch and uh, it's in the right dimensions and it's crystal clear to the person that's viewing it. So you might not have known that it does take time for that to happen with YouTube. What you get initially is not what you get further down the track there's much more work that they do in the background. So things to consider when you're posting to YouTube. The other thing you want to consider, of course, on YouTube is your tags. So I use a tool called TubeBuddy, which I find really, really uh, helpful in the tags that I use, what content I'm going to put on as far as the text that describes the video and is clear to people so that they understand what the topic is all about. In when I put the text captions on to all my videos because I want them to be accessible to people with a hearing impairment, for instance. My ex-husband's parents were both deaf, so I came up, I grew up in that 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 environment and learned a lot about what how deaf people do things. And so I want to make my videos accessible to people with a hearing impairment. Obviously, with podcasting, that's not easy to do because it is purely hearing but having said that I always put the text in of what I'm talking about during the video with the timestamps so people can have um, screen readers if they're vision impaired and uh, makes it just a more accessible video for everybody. So I hope that this has been really interesting for today. Things to consider, so tools to use, I've, I've mentioned Premiere Pro because that's what I like to do all my video editing on. I know a lot of people that use Camtasia, which is a really simple tool to use, but you don't get all the bells and whistles. So to be honest, you get what you pay for. You would still have to use tools like Descript to be able to put your video up, <clears throat> grab all of the text, 
it does put all the captions in for you and then you can then cut and paste it into your video and load that up onto YouTube and you've got fully captioned the opportunity to correct all of the errors that that makes. It can never get my name right. I guess Whittaker is really, really hard and so I'm always having to correct things like that. And some other words that I say, obviously Australian is really hard for these tools to understand, but it does a really, really good job. And it takes all my ums out, which is great because I seem to do a lot more of those than I thought, probably about 17 per episode. And I'm trying to get that number down. So I always have a goal within these episodes to improve myself and be better at what I'm bringing to you on a daily basis. So Camtasia, Premiere Pro, have a think about the tools that you want to use. You can do so much. You can cut up things and use a really long video in lots of little short snippets across multiple platforms, which is amazing. Gives you the ability to spread your content out. You might want to tell a story over a number of episodes and you can do that and something for people to look forward to. So think about who your audience is, what you're trying to convey, and um, keep it exciting for people. I love the editing part because I love to put the music in and get a little bit creative. So that part is actually fun to me and a lot of people hate it. So be prepared. You are going to have to edit and uh, to get the result that you're looking for. So a professional result you really need to do and spend some time doing the editing. Often the editing takes way longer than the content that I created. I'm sure you'll find it fun. Go through YouTube if you're wanting to know how to do different effects. Anything with Premiere Pro, you can Google it on YouTube or you can search for it on YouTube and find how to make text fly in and the the whole shot flying in and out and spin around and you can do all these funky things, putting text and graphics on your images. And even if it's just putting those captions in, it's a really, really, and really good tool and so easy to use. But if you need to just spend the time, you will get better the more you play around with it. So it's a fun thing to do. I've taken video of all my family and exported pictures of my mother-in-law in places all over the world because she was pretty keen to see that at when she was 92. And so I had her at, at the palace because she loves the queen and it was pretty funny. She was sharing that photo around as if she'd actually traveled, <laughs> which was, it was amazing. She loved it. I've taken video of my husband with the green screen behind him. So anytime he needs a face shot for anything, I can actually go and export that straight out of that video with minimal challenges. It's crystal clear and I've got every expression under the sun. So things you can think about, get your video yourself and um, edit it. You can do some really amazing things with Premiere Pro, reducing people's ages. So in Photoshop, so you do the export of the, the JPEG out of the video that you've taken and then you can Photoshop the photo to look like whatever you want. Taking out backgrounds, adding in backgrounds, have beautiful text and you can post that then on your social media. So it gives you unique content because it's you and that's what we want. We want to be and be there for our community and you can do that with video.
You can do, recently I did a whole slew of videos which were reading out the testimonials that have been sent to our business, which was really exciting. And I've done videos of me saying thank you to our customers for Bra Easy, to our community. I think that's really important to share that personal message with our customers on all of our platforms. So yeah, I would invest in Premier Pro. Get your, Give yourself the time and you do need a little bit of time to test all the features, do the tutorials. There are so many tools that you can use on Premiere Pro that uh, you'll never run out of funky changes that you can make to the videos that you do that goes from being an amateur video to something that looks really really professional and polished. So I hope you enjoy how to create videos in um, Premiere Pro you would export it as a H264 which then makes it multi-resolution uh, abled to be put on all platforms. So you can also export straight from the Premiere Pro into an audio file only. So you can export your audio into a podcast, for instance. That's another tool within that platform that will enable you to get content out to your community. Thank you all again for listening and subscribing and liking and following. And I hope you keep sharing our podcast episodes out with with your girlfriends and I'm pretty excited we're going to be having some interviews soon and so there's a few people that have said yes that they want to come onto my podcast and happy to share their stories so that's going to be super interesting and I think next week we're going to go on and I think next week we're going to have the topic of how to create a podcast that was interesting. That was a big learning curve for me, but it was really fun. I don't think I understood just how many different platforms a podcast can go to, but I know now, and um, I'm here to help share that content with you. And if it inspires someone to be a podcaster, I'm happy to be on your podcast. Just ask me and let's have a chat. I would be super excited. One of the interviews that I'm going to be doing in the near future is a lady that has an amazing business where she helps authors create their books. And I think that that topic is going to be pretty amazing. I don't think that we're going to stick to the 10 minutes because when we get together, we tend to chat on for hours. But I definitely won't make a podcast go for that long. But thank you all for listening and tuning in and following us and sharing our, our podcast out with your friends for the likes and the comments. And uh, don't forget that on our website, we have a infographic for you to download that helps you with videos. And enjoy. I love to give this free stuff away to you guys. All right. I'll talk to you again soon. Catch ya.